look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popwich. How you doing, buddy? Well, I'm uh, I'm maybe glad it's uh, it's a Saturday. It's fight night. It's <laughs> fight night. Gonna, we're gonna watch. It's gonna be a good fight, I think. It is gonna be. Uh, it'll be an interesting fight, uh, and it feels a little bit like what sometimes happens during the week. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, there's supposed to be this big fight with. Uh, Mayweather and McGregor. I'm interested to see what the shenanigans is because I get enough reality TV out of our out of our politicians around the world. So I True. thought might as well bring it to our evening event uh, tonight as well. So uh, it's going to be a very interesting show today. We're going to learn about how family photos, videos, and stories that go with them are helping patients with dementia fend off the spread of the disease in their brain. Yeah, and we're also going to hear how to keep your estate from your uh, children's ex-spouses or potential ex-spouses if that's a problem and uh, certain ways that you can't. Yeah, and we've done some interviews on virtual medical help from doctors, but are they worth it? The pros and cons from a health policy expert. So Donald Trump, Dave. Donald Trump's coming out, talking in Phoenix. Let's have a little bit of a listen. Was Sheriff Joe convicted for doing his job? That's what... I won't do it tonight because I don't want to cause any controversy. Is that okay? All right? But Sheriff Joe can feel good. One vote away, I will not mention any names. Very presidential, isn't it? Very presidential. And nobody wants me to talk about your other senator who's weak on borders, Weak on crime, so I won't talk about him. <laughs> so this is what is very interesting to me. That, to me, is a lot of show business, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, media talk, a lot of attention getting. He's trying to make his points across for whatever side that you feel about on those issues. What I find is that it is now giving the markets, and this is how I look at that, less and less confidence that things can get done this year. One of the big ones they were looking for was healthcare. We've seen where that's gone so far. The other one is uh, is tax policy. Yeah, um, it does create some confusion. What about uh, if NAFTA gets ripped up? Yeah, let's. Well, let me. I will touch on that in just a second uh, because I got an audio clip for you on that one too. Okay. So, but let's let's kind of chat about the whole um, the hope that we had. We meaning the markets okay. had back in November of last year. When Trump was elected, the markets took off, the American dollar took off, and now we're seeing a reversal of the American dollar. And the American dollar versus major baskets of a whole bunch of countries, not just the Canadian, was a show of, um, of confidence yep. in their economy, in them getting, quote-unquote, things done. What we're seeing now, although the stock market's not saying this, the currency market is saying we may not have that much um, confidence in, uh, in, in Donald Trump and their, and their policies. Going back to November, if you look at the currency, the American dollar versus a basket of other currencies, and that includes the Canadian dollar, the yen, the euro, so on, they were about 7 8% higher yeah. than they are today. Yeah. So, you, you know... 
if we want to just talk about that clip, that Phoenix speech was a. It was interesting from a um, you know within a twenty four or forty eight hour period, it, um, we we saw a Donald Trump that was absolutely on script. Delivered, you know, um, I think it was the Tuesday night. Delivered a speech. His eyes didn't leave the teleprompter on script. Then we get to Arizona uh, or Phoenix, and there's this off rambling script. speech, right yeah. off topic, and the market is you know trying to deal with this sort of um, uncertainty of what's going to. What's going to happen, right? But, what, but this is the currency market we're speaking Sure, yeah, yeah. Of. The stock market is not focused on the flip-flop of concepts, the, the media. They're focused on what's going to be done. And right now, there's not as much confidence that the correct. tax policies can be done this year. Yeah, correct. Now, we did hear towards the end of the week, um, uh, Cohen, the key economic advisor, talking about next week we might hear some, you know, we might get focused on this. Uh, Trump's got a speech on Wednesday. There's some expectation he's going to address that fizzle. Um, but the problem is now we're facing this debt ceiling issue, and it's getting messy. So yeah, yeah. distraction after distraction after distraction. And that's you know that was that, that rambling speech. We got to get you got to get focused, and it's even more difficult than it, I think it has been in a very long time to strip out the noise from the news. Great. And that's the issue. Okay, let's go now to NAFTA. Let's bring on that audio clip, and then we can talk about NAFTA and our views on that. Sure. And you know that one of the worst deals that anybody in history has ever entered into, we have begun formal renegotiation with Mexico and Canada on NAFTA. And I must be honest, and I've been talking about NAFTA for a long time, and I'm sorry it's taken six months, but we have to give notice. You have to see this. We have to give notice. And after the notice is given, you have to wait a long time. Then you have to give another note. Then you have to wait a long time. Anyway, we started two days ago. Bob Lighthizer. Personally, I don't think we can make a deal. Because we have been so badly taken advantage of. They have made such great deals, both of the countries, but in particular Mexico, that I don't think we can make a deal. So I think we'll end up probably terminating NAFTA at some point. Okay. Probably. But... But I told you from the first day, we will renegotiate NAFTA or we will terminate NAFTA. I personally don't think you can make a deal without a termination, but we're going to see what happens, okay? You're in, you're in good hands, I can tell you. <laughs> so, again, words coming across that they may terminate NAFTA, which when you and I have been discussing about this with our economic teams, our, our portfolio management teams around the world, that has been one thing that's been on the table, that maybe they'll just walk away from the deal. Right. And that could happen now. Between now and when the decision is made, there's going to be a lot of speculation. I think there's going to be a lot of attention, more so in Canada and in Mexico than it is going to be in the United States. Yeah. I don't think NAFTA is going to be, unless you're NAFTA-impacted state, you're not going to be hearing about it more there than you are going to be hearing about it here or in Mexico. Now it's interesting how he focused more his attention on Mexico than he did on on uh, Canada, but still said both are are part of this issue. When you look at the Mexican currency versus the U.S. dollar, the Mexican currency has appreciated since Trump talked about dismantling NAFTA. Right. So the market is saying the currency market is saying something completely different than what uh, than what uh, Trump is saying, that maybe they're going to stick with what they have <laughs> or they'll renegotiate to actually help Mexico. Right, yeah, it won't be catastrophic for sure. Yeah, right? so far, and, and, yeah. unless things change. Now, 
this is where it gets very interesting. What people do is they take a lot of speculation. And they might say, um, we're going to have a negative impact on, on the Canadian economy because of NAFTA, so let's sell Canadian stocks and buy somewhere else. Right. I caution people on making that kind of in a decision. Uh, I know when we look at that, we say that's a risk, mm-hmm. but it's not the only reason why we should or should not be in Canada. Right. Right. There, there are multiple reasons, and you should need to have that best case, worst case, uh, base case kind of scenario. So I always tell people... That, you know, I had a conversation with some clients on Friday, and I said, you know, here's my thesis. Here's what I think is going to happen. Right. But I, I'm humble enough to know that I'm wrong, or I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, what could happen? And I think we need to explore that option. And everybody, when they're looking at their portfolios and saying, this is how I feel, or this is what I think, what if you're wrong, what's the opposite of that? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think I think the market is getting um, better and better at um – at understanding that uh, President Trump doesn't necessarily get into the weeds, right? The details aren't his strength, the big picture. And so when we say, oh, we're just going to tear it up, I think um, people generally understand, well, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Now, the question actually, Faisal, that I was doing some reading on this past week is, can he do it? Can he just tear up NAFTA, right? And it's, a, it's actually an interesting question. I read an article where they posed that very question to 10 um, trade law experts in the U.S. to try to get an answer. Here's the conclusion. It's going to get messy. <laughs> this is Brexit. Yeah. This is like Brexit. Yeah, exactly. So here's here's interesting. On the one side, um, the powers of the presidency do include uh, foreign affairs and control over tariffs, right? But the provision in NAFTA allows him, and they've got a provision in NAFTA that allows him, the president, right, to actually withdraw from the uh, agreement. Mm-hmm. On the other side, it's Congress, right? So Congress has constitutional power over international commerce and duties, and they actually passed a law to implement NAFTA. So you could argue that uh, the president's withdrawal violates the 1993 law that Congress passes. So, uh, you know, the the, the conclusion uh, was on both sides, right? Some said Congress would win. Some said the president would win. Hence the conclusion, it's going to get messy. There's going to be lawsuits. Um, You know, you're going to have Congress waging a war with Trump. You're going to have investigations. You're going to have... you know, all of those things. It'll be another distraction. So it's it's not clean cut. It's more noise. Yeah, exactly. More, more noise. noise. And and with all this noise, how do you handle your portfolio? How do you make sure that your income is there in your retirement? How do you make sure that you can you can live the lifestyle that you want when all this stuff is going on? It can really make an impact to your to your bottom line and your in your retirement lifestyle. We're gonna discuss that on Tuesday, September twenty sixth, seven PM at the Crowfoot Co op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats for this. Give us a call, 966-8400-966-8400, or go to our website at morethemoneyradio.com. Okay, so stay tuned after the break as we hear about how your family memories and keepsakes can actually help your loved ones with dementia with their memory. This on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.